Okay, so you're pretty hot on Airbnb at the moment. You've been using it. You're thinking about buying something and Airbnb it out or Airbnb your own property out. Here are some of the pros and cons, not as simple as you think. Stay tuned. Good morning, Mark. Good morning. How are you, Charlie? I'm, I'm very well. It's the first time we've spoken in the in the new year of 2022. It is. It is. It is. And um, we're, uh, we're not going to talk about COVID. <laughs> Please and God, thank you. <laughs> yeah. No, I hope everyone's uh, taking the video last week and then starting to put into use their news resolutions. Um, but we've got a, a good topic this morning. We've got the Airbnb lover. Look at this. Um, got creative with the title. You're lover on the basher. Definitely so. We're going to be talking about the pros and cons of um, renting out an Airbnb property. Um, if you're a landlord, you've got a few decisions in, in regards to what you can do with the property. You can, you can put it on the market for rent. Um, you can do a number of things. Um, let's, let's get stuck into it. Let's get into it. So I think from the top down, um, you know, people have been, well, like Australians have been using Airbnb a lot, like because where typically they would have jumped on a plane um, under the threat of COVID the last two years, people said, you know what, we're just going to stay local. They've really utilised Airbnb a lot, um, especially when you go into a hotel site and you can't find anything in an area. Your next default is what's it what's in that area in Airbnb. Um, I guess we're coming today from this perspective as a landlord or as a property owner being real estate agents and we want to say look um, you know from a, from have you considered everything basically because there are items in there on face value as Airbnb you're thinking shit if I'm going to be getting $500 a night, because that's what some, you know, $1,000 a night, you're looking at some of this stuff on Airbnb, you start multiplying that out between 100 nights or five or 365 nights, and you're going, oh my God, look how much money I can make on this, but it's not quite the case. Definitely not, definitely not. Look, yeah, I, I, happy new year, Ray. Um, I think most people might have a quick look around. Ray, Ray. It, lets you, it lets you see the Airbnb app, how it works, is it lets you see a as many properties available in a certain area, just at a quick face value. Um, let's you know how many yep. bedroom, what the price is. And I feel like most landlords might have a quick pop on that and go, wow, that's that's what I want. This is what I want for a long term time. But you just don't know how long those properties have been sitting vacant for. I know I'm coming across here as the Airbnb lover, but I'm just trying to let everyone know there is <laughs> there is more to the surface. That's what I'm on. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. First one, what's your first love for Airbnb as a landlord? Look, at, at a young age, I, I have a, a bit of a conflicting interest. When I start to buy property, I know definitely I want to be a bit in control of my destiny. I want to feel like I'm, I'm owning the property. It's a big thing. Um, so maybe in, in regards to Airbnb, you haven't got as, as much time where you're, you're not seeing the property. If you, if you pop a tenant in there for 12 months, that's kind of it. You're saying yeah. goodbye and, and look after her for 12 months. 
Whereas in Airbnb, you might get the, the occasional one month, two month, maybe even week um, tenancy where, where you can have a pop in and out every now and then. And and being the basher that I am on, on, on this topic and countering what you just said, it's nice to have this romance uh, love affair with your property, um, but you're dancing with a million dollars of your money or half a million dollars of your money. That's a ser pretty serious bloody dance. Are you going to take out a car and drive that million dollar car and muck around with it? Um, okay. it's, you just got to be so, so sure about what you're doing because it, that million dollar asset should be returning, for instance, 5% a year, which is 50 grand if it's a million dollars. And if it's not, it's an underperforming asset. So it's, I think you got to be really careful there. Another one I reckon is labor. I reckon labor um, we know we've, I know a lot of clients at the moment, staff members in the office at the moment that are actually doing Airbnb. It is a premium time of the year. There's some really nice peaks um, through through Easter and through Christmas, uh, which are very good. But um, when it's called a bump in and a bump out, so when your tenant bumps out um, and you have to bump in a new tenant. If you're a really good airbnb you've generally got about four hours before bump out and bump in. Um, the hotels have it, call it checkout um, in, in, a, in a property. Now, it's so finely tuned in a hotel, you don't actually realise. But with Airbnb, you on your bump out and bump in, you're relying on you know, many different factors on the, on the type of tenant that's bumping out or the type of tenant that's bumping in, when they want to bump out, when they want to bump in, what has to be cleaned. COVID is another one you and I just brought up um, before about, is, you know, uh, if, you, if, you, if you've got a furnished property, you've got to be cleaning that extra, extra careful. Forks, knives, plates, everything's got to get a wash. The whole cupboard's got to get a wash um, in the kitchen, um, everything inside of that cupboard. So... It's, you've got to be very, very careful. Now, if you're doing that, those four hours, if you're doing it yourself and you're working a 40-hour week and holding down a job, you won't be able to do it. So where you think you're actually making it up because you can do that clean, you will often find you'll sacrifice good, solid work, 40-hour week work on the other end. And depending on the property as well uh, and the tenant um, that's previously come in, you have no idea how they've left the property. Um, you can, we, we've definitely seen our fair share of dirty tenants, um, who just up and leave a property, just don't, don't really care. Now it is, it does fall on the landlord's responsibility to clean. Um, yep. but it's, it's definitely a range of, of how clean and how, how much work needs to be done. Um, and in a four hour span, it could take four hours to clean. Um, you never really know. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. What else you got, Lava? Look. <laughs> Love it. Yeah, no, it will, like we were touching on before, that if you if you secure a good tenant, you can get that bit more income um, as per a rental property. Um, now on the rental market, it's a bit, it's a bit of a, a dog eat dog world and you really got to try and match that right price with the right property. Otherwise, you're just not going to get anyone through. Um, however, on an Airbnb market, you might, you don't, you don't have the agent communicating with the tenant every single day. You don't have them telling them what's a good price, what isn't a good price. You don't have that, that communication with, with, I guess, all the parties, you kind of just see the price and accept. Um, and so some people who maybe from overseas, maybe from not, not in the area might just see a price tag and say, look, 
I love it. Get me in. Um, not knowing how, how much they're overspending on that Airbnb. Absolutely. So, All right. So Airbnb, so from if you've just tuned in, Airbnb for landlords, not as sexy as it seems is what we're talking about it today. People are away. People are going, my God, if I buy something like this and I Airbnb it, how much, how much, so much and how much money I can make. Another big one is distance. Because often if you're going to buy a property in Airbnb, you want it to be in a holiday sort of area and you are not there. I say, <clears throat> I say this. I say if you're going to invest amount, um, a serious amount of money in a property, any property purchases a serious amount of money, um, you need to know 10,000 things about the suburb. You need to know 10,000 things about the suburb. When you need to know 10,000 things about a suburb, you generally would have had to live there quite a while. And you know people, you know plumbers, you know electricians, you know the you're local, you know this, yeah, you know that. So <clears throat> when you're Airbnb, you, when you're um, Airbnb, and you've really got to you'd be on your game so much more. I've had a family member buy a property um, on the outskirts of New South Wales, it just got absolutely pulverised because they didn't have all of the trades at their fingertips. And to try to find someone all of the time and regularly, it's a bugger. Now, if you've got it managed. If you have bought something out of the area, which I'm really funny about, but if you have bought something out of the area from where you live and you are not going to Airbnb, if you're going to use an agent, they are going to have their own plumbers, trusted plumbers, electricians, painters, carpet layers that work for those guys. And why are those carpet layers so good? Because the agent's giving them regular work. So they're committed not to the one-hit wonder jobs. They're committed to the agents that are giving a lot, a lot of work. So I do like using a managing agent rather than an Airbnb because I feel like I'm on my own a lot more more when it comes to trades and knowing 10,000 things about that area. Yeah, that, that's, exactly, yeah that's exactly right. Happy year, legend, long time. I, I rode on a bike with Frederick in Thailand um, 500 kilometres in five days. Really? Oh, yeah. Right. That's, yeah. That's unreal. We were, we were the two largest men. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but, but and he, was, exactly... he, was, he, was, he was at the, the beginning of the pack. Anyway, back to Airbnb. Back to Airbnb. Yeah, you're, you're exactly right. Um, I know here at Novak, we've got, we've got a phone list of people we could have caught in a minute. Um, definitely so missing those days. Um, we've got a, yeah, a, a, phone, a phone list of people we can call in any given minute, um, spanning all up and down the northern beaches and even into the southwest. Um, However, yeah, if, if, you're, if you're not buying a property in an area you're familiar with, it just leaves that, that room for error, as you, as you were touching on. It does. Um, now, the vacancy, guys, I think you've really got to look at that. Um, being being the, the basher of Airbnb today, sometimes I'm the lover, today I'm the basher of it, um, you've really got to look at the actual, the actual amount of rent, the dollars that you're gonna take by the end of the year, occupation, like when it's gonna be, you know, cause it's not always gonna be occupied. So the actual dollars you're gonna take, the net dollars you're gonna take after B&B fees into your hand at the, for the whole year, whether it's with a rental agent, 
not Airbnb or whether it's with Airbnb. You've got to look at that. And when you do look at that, you then got to be really honest to yourself about your labour. You've really got to look at, okay, how much, how many phone calls, how many times have I looked at the Airbnb um, uh, app to see if I've got bookings, make responses. I, and you've got to put a dollar on your labour. So just because it's free, it doesn't, do, it, it doesn't mean, because you're doing it, it doesn't mean that it's not costing you. It exactly. doesn't mean that's, and what I'm, do you know what I'm saying? So if you work out per, per, per hour what you get paid in your job and you apply the hourly rate to what you're doing in Airbnb, you will be absolutely shocked. Most of the time, shocked in a bad way. So you've got to be really honest with yourself. Yeah. And that's the thing. If it's a, if it's a raging business, uh, we stayed in one over Christmas and it was just a phenomenal business. These guys were the Airbnb kings. They had it down pat. They had, they're actually doing it full time, husband and wife and one employee. That's a different animal. Yeah. Yeah. I guess so. Um, Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, like, like Luke's touching on here, it definitely gives you that bit of flexibility um, from a tenant perspective, uh, being able to move in and out, obviously not not stick yourself to a 12-month lease or six-month lease. Um, however, you're exactly right, right, Mark. It's at the end of the day, it, it I think people get confused and don't classify as it as running a business, whereas like you said, so it should be. Um, it's, it's, it's bringing you money. It's It's under your name, it's something that should be classified as a business or, or looked at as such. Um, and I guess when it not it, when it's not, sorry, it just yeah falls falls behind. And, and like I was touching on earlier, it gives that room for error. Um, and I believe yeah, I, I haven't rented many many Airbnbs in my life, but uh, like you speak uh, quite often, it's a it's a snowballing thing. Once you once you step step forward with the wrong shoe, um, it's yeah it's it's from there on out. It just makes it a headache for you. So before we sign out today, I think when you're looking at this Airbnb, guys, as a from a landlord's perspective, we urge you to ask yourself this question. Am I willing to go into business mm. and attribute my time plus own a property? There's two things there, as opposed to being a landlord and owning a property. So what the the labor content of those two things is very very different because one you can just pay your five percent to your seven percent to your real estate agent and say mate you look after this thing 52 weeks of the year don't want to hear a thing the other you are it is riding you like a bull and you make sure you are wanting to get paid proper for doing that and that's where people miss out Great wrap up. Great a lot of happy new years. A lot of happy new years this morning, Sasha. You legend. Thank yeah. you, buddy. Happy yeah, new year to you too, Sash. There's a smile on everyone's face. It's definitely a good time of year. Um, happy new year to it everyone. Is definitely. Um, I know. I know. I'm. I know. I'm happy to say goodbye to 2021. I know everyone. Everyone else is as well. To a to a, bit, a bigger and better year. Oh, and what a great, you know, 2022. You know what I did um, when I, I did my post on New Year's Eve and I was a bit drunk and I, just, <laughs> and I, and I wrote, I wrote like, you know, mate, it was, it's, 
great, you know, have a great year. It's going to be a great 2020. I didn't write 2022. I wrote 2020. 2020. And um, there was all, yeah, there was all these comments. Like there was what, 10, 15, 20 comments on it saying, oh, yeah, right. and actually nobody picked up. I got the year wrong. <laughs> and I went on last night. That's, that's what they're saying. It's it's not it's not 2022. It's 2022. <laughs> so it's I was like, and I was, how did yeah. that happen? I was pretty, I, at first I was a bit embarrassed. I was like, oh my god, it's been up for five days and I had it wrong. And I was like, yeah, well, oh, I was nice. a bit um, I did I did have a couple. I had to have. Yeah. I was uh, I was smoking cigars and drinking vodka. So I was awful. But that's Ooh. what you do on New Z. Oh, of course, I wouldn't have it any other way. All right. Everyone take care. Love you. See you. And Charlie, thank you so much for this. Um, you're, you're a weapon on, um, and no get made for 18, 19 years of age. You had your birthday last year at 19. Happy birthday. Um, to you. come on air and do this live, you are an absolute weapon. Ah, oh, stop it. Couldn't do it without you, Mark. Wonderful. Cheers, buddy. Happy no New way. Year, everyone. See ya. <laughs>